It's time for Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, the Speaking of Speaking podcast, and here we are. Can you believe it's episode 19 already? Yes, we've been doing this for since the end of January uh, 2019, and we're already at episode 19. So, so we're doing pretty good. So it's the podcast that gives you a lot of information about speaking and presenting. And today on the podcast, I wanted to talk about podcasting. I had the opportunity to deliver this as a workshop to my virtual networking group a couple of weeks ago. So I wanted to take the opportunity to share it with you today because let's face it, podcasting has been around for about 15 years, yet still a lot of people are not embracing this way of connecting with more clients. Why is that? Well, some of those reasons are too expensive, too technical, don't have the time. The list goes on and on and on. And the truth is, if you're not podcasting, there's a good chance your competition already is. So how do you get started? So that's what I wanted to talk about today is how you could get your podcast started and be successful with it for minimal investment, because I think that's one of the reasons people don't do it. Let's start out, though, by identifying why podcasting is a great way to market and position yourself as an expert. Well, first off, number one, not everyone is doing it. As a matter of fact, a lot of people are not podcasting yet. It's sort of the wild, wild west of the marketing world. Take a look at this stat, and this was shared with me about a year and a half ago by Sam Crowley, who's a podcasting guru. And he said then, and it might have changed a little bit, but I would probably venture to say it hasn't changed much. For every 900 blogs that are out there, for every 900 blogs that are out there, there's one podcast. That means it's still a wide open playing field. And yes, there is room for you to have a podcast. Another reason why podcasting is a great way to market and position yourself as an expert, there are no limits to where and how people can listen to your podcast. They can listen in the car. They can listen while they are working out. They can listen on their lunch break. They can listen at the beach. They can listen at the cottage. They can listen virtually anywhere. Unlike a blog that they can only read in so many places. You also can't read a blog while you're driving. You can listen to a podcast virtually anywhere. Another great reason podcasting is a great way to market and position yourself as an expert because it shows you're not afraid to do something different. Like I said, a lot of people are doing blogs, and for those people who aren't doing blogs, they might be doing newsletters, which is another dated way of connecting with your audience, in my opinion. So it shows that you're not afraid to do something different and connect in a different way with your audience, especially if you're trying to connect with a millennial audience. That's not to say that only millennials listen to podcasts, but a lot of younger people are connecting through the podcasting world. So why not make sure that you are podcasting, especially if your audience is millennials. Another reason why podcasting is a great way to market and position yourself as an expert is there's no limit to topics. A lot of people think, well, you know, for my business, maybe it won't work. All right, well, maybe it won't work for your business per se, which I don't believe. I think you might have to look at how you're connecting with that podcast for your business. But if it doesn't work for your business, how about a hobby or interest of yours? 
people like to know that aside from just the business person, there's a real person there that has hobbies and interests and other passions than just maybe the passion for being a business person or an entrepreneur. Which brings me to the next thing. There's no limit on content. There's no limit on content, no limit on topics, no limit on any themes at all. And the more podcasts, the better. So there's definitely room for your podcast for sure. When I do this training live, and I did it, like I said, two weeks ago for my networking group, I had a chance to do it twice. And I'll ask the question of the audience, what's your podcast going to be about? So I want you to start thinking about that. What's your podcast going to be about? And open up your mind a little bit to it. Here are some reasons why people aren't podcasting. Well, there's the belief that it's too expensive. Too expensive. The honest truth is, and we'll go through this today, you can be podcasting up and podcasting for less than $100. Can you spend more than $100? Absolutely. You can spend thousands of dollars if you want, but you don't need to to get a podcast up and running. A lot of people also believe it's too time-consuming. I don't have that kind of time to put together a podcast without even knowing how much time it takes, which brings me to number three, because a lot of people overcomplicate the process. They think that they need to have guests and they podcasts need to be an hour long and, you know, you need to have flashy theme music and billboards and all kinds of contests and gimmicks and all sorts of things like that. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Number four, there's the belief that it's not for their type of business. And I'm here to tell you, and I'm here to say it very emphatically, any business, almost any business, there's room for your podcast. However, if you think that there is no room for your business to have a podcast, how about again, like I've already said, one that reflects your passion or one that reflects a hobby because you can still connect with people and you might even connect more with people if you share a hobby of yours or an interest of yours or a passion project of yours with the audience. A lot of people also don't know enough about podcasting or even where to start. That's why I'm sharing this with you today, because I was like that. I had no idea where to start. I knew I probably should be podcasting, and then I just said, okay, it's time to do it. It's time to do the research. It's time to find out more about this podcasting thing and see if it is a fit. And sure enough, here we are at episode 19. And is it a fit? Based on the people that have listened and the people who have subscribed to this podcast, I'd say it's a perfect fit. And we're looking at growing it even bigger. And another reason people aren't podcasting is they get hung up with how to monetize it. You don't even need to think about monetizing your podcast unless you really want to monetize it from the beginning. Don't even think about it. You know, get it out there, get building it first, then think about monetizing it. I'm not even going to talk about monetizing today because I, I don't want you to think about the money side of it. Because what I want you to do is I want you to think of this as a marketing tool. Think of it as a tool that you can use to better position yourself as an expert as a visible expert and a podcast will put you out there. So what do you need to get started? Number one, you have to ask your question, what's your podcast going to be about? What's it going to be about? And make sure you are clear on what it's going to be about. So for me, I could have said, well, it's going to be about public speaking. Well, what about public speaking? Because when you do a search for public speaking, and as a matter of fact, there are not a lot of podcasts out there about public speaking, not as many as I thought there would be, but there are a lot of different public speaking podcasts. 
Some of them are about TED Talks. Some of them are about Toastmasters-related things. Mine aren't. Mine are about speaking-related issues and anything related to speaking. Specifically, I focus on the entrepreneur, but sometimes I'll have guests on who take things in a different direction, and that's okay, too, because it fits. It fits the format that I've decided on. The other thing you need to do is you need to decide on the length the frequency and the style of podcasts. So how long is your podcast going to be? Is it going to be 10 minutes? Because it doesn't have to be that long. It can be 10 minutes. It can be 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour long. But if you want it to be an hour long, personally, I think it's too long. But if you do want it to be longer, let's say 30 minutes, there's a happy medium. Let's say it's 30 minutes. Well, are you going to go 30 minutes solo? Are you going to have guests? Those are things you need to hammer out ahead of time. My my podcast is a bit of a hybrid between I fly solo, every now and again I have guests, we engage in some different discussions. But either way, I still know where I'm going with the content. The other thing you need is you need some type of recording device. You need a headset. Uh, headset mics work great, by the way. You can get a Logitech headset or some headset microphones from either your local business depot store or even online from, say, an Amazon or an eBay. Anywhere from $14 up to a couple of hundred bucks. Middle of the road, probably about 30, 40 bucks for a headset mic if you don't already have one. I use a condenser microphone. It was bought for me as a gift a couple of years ago. That's what I use. Don't feel you have to invest hundreds of dollars into a microphone. Headset microphone like you would use for doing Facebook Lives or the type of headset that you would use for business calls through Zoom or Skype, those are perfect. You also need some place to record your soft your your podcast. So you need some recording software. Uh, there are many different ones out there. I use both Adobe Audition and Audacity. Audacity is free. Adobe Audition is not, so you'd have to pay for that one. But Audacity is free and fairly easy to use. If you're not an audiophile, you're not sure if you can handle it, there are great tutorial videos on Audacity. And that's A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y if you want to find out more about that. You also need a quiet room to record in. Less echo, the better. I have created a very makeshift portable studio. You don't need to do that. You just need a quiet room. If it has carpeting in it or good soundproofing, that's always a good thing for sure. Your podcast will also need artwork. You can create your own. You can also use any of the free picture sites out there, or you can hire a virtual assistant, or you can farm it out through a website like Fiverr to have it done for minimal cost probably less than $30, you can have your artwork created. You also need theme music. Now, again, there is royalty-free music out there, just like there are royalty-free photos for you to use for your artwork. There are also paid versions you can use. But again, you're looking at probably 0 to $30, depending on what you want. I had somebody score an original piece for me, so it did cost me a couple of dollars, but it wasn't overly expensive, And what I got was an authentic, original piece of music that is now the theme for my podcast. And then you need a place to upload your finished podcast. And I use a site called Buzzsprout. The reason why I like Buzzsprout is they have a number of different tiers. So if you're using a, if you're doing a shorter podcast like I do, the, the tier that I use is $12 a month and that's for three hours of podcasting space. And after you, um, fill that time, if you need a little more time, then I believe it's $4 a month. But anyways, you can look that up. I like Buzzsprout because of, again, 
It's it's easy to use. There's a lot of support there. And uh, and you get a lot of tutorials as well. So if you're brand new and you're not an audio person, consider Buzzsprout as a place to host your podcast. Some questions to ask yourself. How much time? Well, it's really up to you. It's up to you how much time you spend on this. At first, you might be spending a lot of time doing editing. I don't do a lot of editing of my podcasts anymore because I don't have to. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm natural at it. I was fairly natural when I started. It's because I have a background in broadcasting and speaking. So it's a little easier for me. For you, it might take a little bit of editing, which means it might take a little bit more time. What I do is I batch my podcasts. So I will record and edit a bunch of them, two or three at a time on the weekends. That's when I feel that I have an quiet space to spend a couple of hours recording and then editing. And that's what that's the way I like to do it. And I upload them at the same time as well. And again, keep in mind, your podcast doesn't have to be long. 10 minutes is okay. Don't overthink it. Start with 10 minutes. And if they end up being 15 or 20 minutes, that's okay too. But at least start somewhere. You also don't have to have guests. It can be harder having guests on your podcast, especially if you're not used to interviewing people and you're not used to coming up with questions and you're not used to figuring out some of the things that you need to know or you need to ask guests ahead of time, such as what types of recording equipment are they using? Do they have a headset? Do they have a condenser mic? All of those things. But if you're not using guests, you don't even have to worry about that. I also wanted to mention that audio quality is important, but it's not the be all end all. It doesn't have to be perfect. We spend a lot of time in 2019 trying to make everything perfect. Just look at television today. You know, 4K TVs, it's one step from being live at an event. If you, you know what I mean? Like it's that crystal clear. It's that perfect. Your audio needs to be good. You shouldn't have any distortion. There shouldn't be any hissing or buzzing in the background, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It's okay for it not to be 100% crystal clear. The big thing, though, I think you need to be consistent. Once you start podcasting, if you want to get people connected to you, you want to start growing an audience, you need to be consistent with it, which means if you're doing it once or twice a week, three times a week like I am, you need to keep doing it once or twice or three times a week. If you're doing it once a month, that's okay, too. It doesn't matter how often you're doing it as long as you are consistent with what you're doing. The number one thing you need to do, though, if you're ready to get started is just get started. Decide you want to do this and do it. Do a little bit of research before you do it, though. Find out what people are talking about in your industry. Go and listen to podcasts of other people who are in your business. That's what I did. I started listening to people who have public speaking podcasts, and I wanted to find out what they talk about on their podcasts. So I knew that when it came time to figuring out what I was going to do, I could then Say, oh, okay, I'm not going to go that route because so-and-so is doing that. I want to be different. And that's why I decided the format I did. And so far, so good at episode 19. So if you're ready to start podcasting, I hope this has been helpful. If you ever have a question about podcasting, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Be more than happy to answer your question. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 